Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. This is a Rogue Media Network podcast. Central Texas Life with Ann Harder presents Central Texas Events. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Central Texas Events. And this is a a big event that's coming up for Central Texas, and it is the upcoming Waco Symphony Orchestra concert. And I am so proud to introduce you to Miguel Harth Bedoya, who is our interim conductor for the Waco Symphony Orchestra. You are also the Mary Franks Thompson Director of Orchestral Studies at Baylor University, and Music Director Laureate of the Fort Worth Symphony, and uh, so that's why we're doing this via Zoom and not here in the studio, because you are in Fort Worth preparing for a concert, I take it. Yes, that's correct, Anne. Good to see you. (laughs) It is great to see you. Well, we are just so honored to be able to claim you as the uh, interim Music Director Conductor for the Waco Symphony for at least the next few concerts, um, and you have done such a wonderful job in helping to plan this season, which is out of this world. I've got our little brochure here, and uh, so delighted that you will be able to uh, be conducting for the symphony, this uh, first concert that's coming up on January 18th at Waco Hall. Absolutely. I cannot wait to to work with colleagues that I've known for you know some time now, most Many of them are, you know, faculty colleagues of mine at the School of Music at Baylor, and some other new ones that I, I will meet. But I'm very much looking forward to collaborating. Well, it's been a fun season because the whole season has played off the fact that Waco is ground zero for the eclipse in April. And so that's why the out of this world and space and, you know, and the theme has just been so fun to to play off of. And you've done such a beautiful job in helping to plan these programs. So let's talk about the 18th concert. It will be at 730 at Waco Hall. And we have a very special musical guest, pianist. Yes, we have Anna Genusheni, who is the recent silver medalist of the Van Cliburn International Piano Competition that happened just a couple of years ago. And I remember when Caroline Bess and I were discussing the planning of this, and I noticed that there hadn't been any guest soloists recently. And I suggested, well, let's go with you know one of the Cliburns. And I just picked up the phone and texted Anna, who happened to be in Europe, and she said, yes, let's do that. And I said, but I'd like to do Rachmaninoff third piano concerto that hadn't been done at least in a while so that's how it just happened you know when you know friends that like to play with you and the rupture that you ask it's it's fantastic so i'm i've never done that piece with her so i'm very much in expectation of a piece that is just beyond the concerto i mean it may just be called concerto number three but boy it's equally challenging for the orchestra as for the solo so i i call it a collaborative concert piece yeah something like thirty thousand notes for her to play Oh, yes, absolutely. Well, why not? That's what Rachmaninoff would have said. Why not? Why not? Of course. Well, it's going to be an awesome concert, the, the Rachmaninoff piece, and then a world premiere. Tell me about that. 
Well, I'm a fan of composers, as we all should be, because without composers, we wouldn't have music. That's and true. I'm talking about any, any composer, any composer throughout time. And let's not forget that every single piece of music was new ones. All of them. Right. They were premiered. So I'm always, you know, in awe of creating music from nothing, from scratch. I don't have that talent at all. I just recreate music. And so when somebody has that ability, to me, it just amazes what, what composers can do. And if we look in retrospective, what, what wealth of music do we have over, over centuries and perhaps over millennia, you know, for there's music that predates music notation as we know it now. So I asked Ben Johansson, a colleague at Baylor at the School of Music, who's in the composition faculty, to write a piece you know, for the Wake of Symphony. So I asked him and then we get a gift. So what we don't know is what we will hear. You know, I've received the score, of course. And as a conductor, when I read a score, I can hear, you know, but nobody else can hear it yet. So I always tell that there's only one first time. So our audiences can only experience this one time once, because the moment you hear it again, then it's not the same. You already know, you know, the punchline or, or the outcome of the, of the, the piece. It, it is the same thing like in, in football. You know, when you don't want to know the score, when there's a, a game going on. You don't, right. don't score, tell me the score. Yeah. Yeah. No, 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 because I've recorded it. And I, I want to <laughs> have a first time watch and somebody spoils it. You know, and tells you. So it's a little bit like that. The expectation of what is this piece about? Mm-hmm. It's very traditionally written for an orchestra, but it's also very innovative in terms of electronics because Ben Johansson oh. has managed to incorporate into his overall artistry the use of electronics mm-hmm. and in a particular way. And it, this is fascinating the way I read the score. So that's all I can tell you. The piece is called Still, and it's a combination of still that doesn't move or still in time. And I think everybody would enjoy something very unique and very new and very local to us you know this is homemade and we don't have to look you know far away first you know if we have great at home let's oh, let's do that that's just awesome and then uh, a beethoven piece yes now beethoven we may you know be used to beethoven in in many aspects and ways but to me beethoven is the composer that defined what we call orchestra nowadays all the way to the 21st century because beethoven standardized you know, this is from now on what I've picked up from Mozart and Haydn and attempts you know, to build what we call an orchestra. So to me, Beethoven is, is like a hero mm-hmm. who gave us an orchestra. And from here on, we go just forward in, in time. So I wanted to have this first encounter with the Waco Symphony with two very distinctive things, something brand new and something that symbolizes the roots of our profession. And I mean, Beethoven Symphony Number no. 7 is so exciting. It's so uplifting. It's so energetic, electric, and, and the list goes on, you know, but it's always on the positive upwards scale. So I thought this could be a good way to, you know, get to know each other before I come back to my program in March. Okay, so let's move to March. This is going to be March 21st. Again, Thursday evening, 7.30 at Waco Hall. This is Exploring the Great Unknown. And this is going to be an immersive experience, isn't it? Yes. So we have, again, two very unique elements that get brought to a concert experience. And to me, that's the whole point, a concert experience. Because we can listen to music in different settings. 
particularly through our devices of any kind, but nothing replaces the experience that happens in the house surrounded by people. So the ensemble Time for Three, just made out of two violins and, and a double bass, which are amazing players, classically trained, is a group that has been able to cross over different genres, different styles, different oh, types of music, if we, if we can you know, use that word. So these are also friends of mine that I was able to manage to get, you know, get them to play with us. And they'll be playing a piece that just won a, a Grammy Award by Kevin Putz, and the piece is called Contact. Mm. In, in brief, it's a concerto, you know, for a trio and orchestra. And the name contact really is a combination of contact between people. Because during the pandemic, when the piece was sort of conceived and started being written, we didn't have contact. You know, we lost contact, physical direct contact. So, and at the same time, the composer was thinking in above us, above earth, you know, what is everybody else thinking over us that can help us grow a civilization or look at things or to prevent things who knows so it's a very open open-ended question but that was the 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 word that came to bring this piece into a thought an idea was the name contact which is the title of the piece and then in the second half we have something sort of very american is not perhaps the, the right word but it's close to it because when Antonin Dvorak was brought to the to the United States to be the director of the National Conservatory in New York. He was brought with the idea of teaching composers how to sound American. And that was his main goal. You know, he became, he remained truly a Czech composer. And in regards to his New World Symphony, he said, it is a Czech piece. You know, mm. it's still bohemian mm. in spirit, in sounding, but it lives through the great impact of America that, that had in him. So this sense of freedom, literally, and expansion and explosion carries through through that piece. So it's a gift in a certain way that he gave us, you know, to our continent, mm-hmm. to our country. And in this case, it's going to be paired with Cosmos, an HD Odyssey film. So we may know the piece, musically but now we're enhancing the experience of something that you know i would take it for granted hopefully somebody has never heard of the piece so they get the bonus of oh what a great piece and what a great presentation with you know imagery yeah the new world symphony very familiar to a lot of people but to pair mm-hmm. it with pictures of of the universe and stars mm-hmm. and it, that's where the immersive experience part comes in yes and again it will bring a unique experience to our concert goers because now this is something that you will not be able to do anywhere. I know, I know. Except, I know. except at Waco Hall. Waco Hall on uh, March twenty first, <laughs> and and the the last concert That's of the that. season. Um, you will not be conducting it, to be determined Correct. on that, but um, it is our pops concert. And it's mm-hmm. on a very special day. It is on Sunday afternoon, the day before, before the big, yes. before the eclipse. Uh, so this is going to be Sunday, April seventh at three p.m. at Waco Hall. And uh, of course, pops concerts. 
it's just a perfect fit to have movie music, movies about space. Yes, yes. So again, it would be this is sort of out of this world programs, you know, that if if the idea of the clips happening and becoming an out of this world translating into music, which is out of this world. And I do believe that the gift of music is just simply out of this world. I mean, it's providential. Yeah. It's a God-given gift. I don't take it for granted. Amen. But I think I am the last person that deserves any of this because the musicians, the composers, those are really the the ones that have the, the true gift of making music. You know, I just mm -hmm. have the, the pleasure of being in the middle of the situation. <laughs> You know, well, and you're, always having the best seat in the house. And the best seat in my, but you're also a very important part of the action. This is called Sci-Fi Spectacular Sun, Moon, and Superstars. And uh, it's just a delight to have Gary Cogill come back, who, of course, is a movie critic, and he was with us season before last, and was just a huge hit because he's so great in front of an audience, and he knows so much about these movies. So he's going to, yes. you know, help add color, I guess, in a way mm -hmm. to, to these very familiar uh, sci-fi movies that we've all... What are, what are some of the films that you've selected? Well, there'll be a bit of Star Wars, <laughs> Star Trek, so that we don't create the competition with the Trekkies or the Star Wars. You know, we want to keep, you know, and there'll be a Superman in there, and, and some things to be announced still as, as we find uh -huh. out who will, who will conduct this concert and we're keeping it a bit open mysteriously surprised <laughs> i love surprises this is this, yeah. is this is fabulous and um we we have done i keep saying we because i'm immediate past president of the symphony board and it's my symphony <laughs> but you know all of us in waco feel that way and i'm just looking at our brochure and these wonderful sponsors and the the community that steps up to um, pr help provide this opportunity for our musicians and for the the audience to be able to enjoy this wonderful uh, series of concerts. There is, I think, a, they're calling it a mini season, and uh, all three of these concerts you can go ahead and and get tickets for, or you can buy them separately for the concerts. But it's at WacoSymphony.com. That's how you can order your tickets online. Well, I've taken a lot of your time, and I what? Tell me about the concert you're working on now with the Fort Worth no, Symphony. Right, no, right, right now I'm teaching in oh, Fort you're Worth teaching. At, the oh, okay. at, the, at the conducting institute. So oh, okay, I got it. It's a lab orchestra where students from all across the country have come, and in the lab orchestra, there these are fellows. You know, who uh -huh. we provide fellowships, financial fellowships for them, and there are several students from the Baylor School of Music and UNT SMU. And TCU, so it's a great also way for them, for the orchestral players to meet other you know, mm -hmm. peers and work with them. In addition to working with the conductors that get guidance and coaching them for me. Well, it's awesome that you're 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 sharing your wonderful expertise uh, with these these students, and uh, but you do conduct several other orchestras. All, you know, you have all around the world, and we are just so blown away that you are a part of the Waco Symphony Orchestra for certainly in a very important part uh, this year for this uh, this important season. Oh, oh, absolutely, and I am a member of the Waco community, you know, through my position at Baylor, and I hope as time goes by, they'll, they'll continue growing and getting to know more people little by little. 
Well, we welcome you heartily to uh, Central Texas. And uh, next time, come and sit here in the studio, and we're going we're gonna to get into the tall weeds and really find out more about you, uh, Miguel. But it's oh, been wonderful to visit with you today. Thank you. That's a, that's a promise. Thank you, Anne. <laughs> All right, good. Well, Miguel Harth-Bedoya, who will be conducting the Waco Symphony Orchestra tomorrow. That will be um, on, uh, excuse me, on January 18th. Um, and so, yeah, so we really want you to uh, get tickets at uh, wacosymphony.com. Uh, Appreciate you so thank much. You, yeah, yeah. Safe travels back. Bye-bye. Cheers. And thank you for joining us for Central Texas Events. We'll see you next time. Anytime. Bye-bye. This has been a Rogue Media Network production.